Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 106 of the Extraordinary Women podcast. I'm Sherry Harmel, your host for this podcast and the editor of the Extraordinary Women magazine. Thank you for tuning in to the Extraordinary Women podcast, the show that is part of the Extraordinary Women online destination, where we share inspiration, tips, advice, and even some laughs specifically for women who are serious about stepping into their dreams. Our motto is no more procrastinating, let's just do it. Visit us at ExtraordinaryWomenMagazine.com to find show notes for each episode, as well as content that is sure to get you fired up and moving forward on making your dreams happen. From the Extraordinary Women Magazine, which comes out four times a year, all the way to the Extraordinary Women Notebook, which we call the EW Notebook, which is a weekly blog that is posted every Thursday. We are about supporting you and every other extraordinary woman to make dreams come true. Now, let's begin today's episode. Well, today, two content pieces landed in my inbox, and both of them made me sit taller and think bigger. Was the content just a coincidence? Well... As Maisie Dobbs says in the books by Jacqueline Winsper, which are fantastic books, by the way, coincidence is a messenger sent by truth. I love that phrase. So I reminded myself these coincidences are probably just messengers of truth. So Sherry, pay more attention. The first piece of content that caught my eye was written by the writer Wendy Cohen. Honestly, Wendy, I think, lives inside my head. So many of her writing pieces perfectly express the thoughts that are, you know, banging around up there in my head. And when I read Wendy's writing, I say, oh my gosh, that is exactly right. How did she know how I feel? Now, Wendy's a nurse, but she's also one of the most beautiful, concise, and straight-to-the-heart essay writers I have ever come across. You can find her on the platform of Median, but you can also Google Wendy Cohen. Now, all that information is down in the show notes. But her current article, and the one that triggered me, is titled, Still Here? You're Damn Lucky. Read it. Keep it close by. And when you're feeling insecure with your midlife body, your hair, your face, or you wonder how you can bring the spark back into your relationship, maybe you're trying to find a partner, or maybe you're questioning whether you can start something after you walked away from a corporate career or raised the kids, I want you to read the article. It's like a virtual kick in the pants. It was for me. A while back, I did a podcast titled, We're All in the Line. And this just falls directly parallel to everything that Wendy had to say. That too is down in the show notes. Yes, of course, we all know we're in the same line. But not one of us 
wants to stand in that line, zoning out as though it's the women's bathroom queue at a concert intermission. So let me ask you, what is it you want to do? Now, maybe a better question could be, what will you regret not doing when you get to the front of that line? Now, you have unique talents and gifts that no one else in the world has. That's what makes you special. So how are you going to use those gifts and talents? What is it you want to do? What is it that gives you energy? And I'm going to quote Wendy here because I don't want you all to think I've got it all figured out. She said in the article, I'm not standing on a pedestal, ladies. I'm easily as guilty as anyone. But I want to do better in the time I have left. Amen, I say to that. I definitely, and I know you don't either, want to shuffle my way to the front of the line. I want to arrive knowing I used up all my gifts and all my talents and gave all of myself to this lifetime that I am blessed to still have. Another of Wendy's comments touched my soul, and she said, quote, Now in my 60s, I want Marie Kondo. I want to Marie Kondo my world. If something doesn't spark joy in my life, it has to go. Well, that includes people, that includes stuff, that includes habits and activities. If they don't spark joy in your life, let them go. So, I got to this point, it was 8.30 in the morning, and I'm feeling totally jazzed. Wendy had me thinking about my own choices and my relentless whining about this and that. So I sat with those feelings and I started scrolling through the photos and articles for my next Extraordinary Women journal. Now, if you don't know what the EW journal is, it's a once a week newsletter that covers a wide variety of topics. I, I'm telling you, solo travel to small gardens to clothing for transitions, all of that sort of thing. I call it my journal of thought curiosities. It's been a hoot to write, so check it out. I hope you enjoy it. But I'm an intuitive writer, so I'm always looking for that spark of inspiration. And as I scrolled, I came upon a super interesting podcast that's called She Leads, and it's hosted by a woman named Adrian. And Adrian was interviewing another gal by the name of Katie Fogarty, who has her own podcast that's called A Certain Age. Now, both podcasts are very similar to Extraordinary Women in that we all three focus on women who are in their age range of 40 plus, but women who are not standing quietly in that line that I talked about here. I'm thrilled to be a part of this new movement for women who are, as Katie says, aging out loud. Now, this is a perfect example of how we're all in the same space, but we each have put our own unique spin on what it is that we create. So think about that. All these coincidences now started showing up. And Katie began to talk about the fears that women of a certain age hold and how fear will stop any action. 
Now, we all know that the antidote to fear is confidence. But what Katie talked about just touched me. And she talked about how confidence is like a muscle. And like any muscle, we only build it or strengthen it if we use it. Super interesting metaphor, right? We all want more confidence. There are a multitude of books written on confidence, and yet we still tend to view confidence as some sort of secret ingredient. It's like fairy dust that some people have and others don't. Suddenly, my coffee cup was down on the table, and I realized that if we view confidence as a special ingredient similar to fairy dust, it will forever remain elusive to us. But on the flip side, if confidence is a muscle, what will happen when we shift our view of how to grow confidence? Okay, women entrepreneurs, I want to let you know about a fabulous resource. The Extraordinary Women magazine is only $29.99 a year, and with that minimal investment, you'll receive four issues of the digital magazine, which are just chucked full of inspiring interviews, subscriber highlights, valuable tips, and ideas for you, the entrepreneur, regardless of the stage of your business. But this is a big but. This is more than just a magazine. During the year, you will have opportunities to connect with other like-minded women who are supporting each other and sharing ideas as they go along their business journey, as well as invitations to valuable workshops on topics that you need to plant or bloom or grow that business, as I call it. So go to the extraordinarywomenmagazine.com and subscribe. Join this movement of women from all over the world who are creating and growing businesses. So let's take a moment and let's just pretend we are walking into a gym for a minute. In that gym, you share with your trainer that you want to build muscle. You want to get stronger. Well, you probably will start with the five-pound weight. You might look at that big weight rack and see all of those weights, but you know that if you consistently work out, starting with the five-pound weight, you'll slowly move up to the next bigger weight. How many of us would walk in a gym and say, you know, I'm into strength building here. I'm, I want more muscles. I'm, I haven't worked out, but I'm going to start with that 20, 20 pound weight. Not me. Truly not me. But if you did, what would happen? Well, it would be really heavy, too massive to ever be a part of your exercise routine, right? You'd probably drop the weight and give up. Well, same for your confidence and your goals and your dreams. For example, let's say your goal is to be a public speaker. If you've never spoken in front of an audience, what do you think will happen if you start by putting yourself out there as a public speaker? 
and you submit proposals for large speaking engagements, you will probably get zero responses solely because you have no speaking experience. But by submitting those proposals and not getting any positive responses, you might start to feel defeated and maybe even give up your dream. But that's like the 20 pound weight, right? But what if you started with your neighborhood association as an example, or a webinar offering for a group that you're already a member of, or maybe you agree to be a panelist as part of a larger presentation on a topic around your planned speaking career. Now, you are building both your confidence muscle with that five-pound weight, and at the same time, you're building your social currency as a professional speaker. So look at self-confidence as a muscle you are going to build, and that building your self-confidence is the way you will get to your big audacious goal. Now back into it. Don't give it up. Don't give up that goal. Don't let yourself think for one second that that big audacious goal isn't possible. The real question for you is how can you start to build your self-confidence muscle? Where are the places that you can strengthen that muscle? Now, if you've already been working out for a while, you've got your business going a little bit, and you're already up to the 10-pound weight, as an example, your question might be, what's the next stair step up to continue growing your confidence muscle? What will push you, strengthen that confidence muscle, and bring you one step closer to that audacious dream? So let's talk through another example. Maybe you want to start a podcast. And I mentioned a couple of other podcasts besides this one that are, that to me are really super for women our ages. But podcasts are truly an excellent way to not be invisible, to really have a voice and take it from me. Even if no one listens and you're talking about something that is important to you, that is actually positive action. That actually does in itself build confidence muscle. So whether you want to start a podcast, maybe it's a newsletter, a blog, maybe you want to start a YouTube channel, whatever that dream of yours is, don't let yourself say, no one will listen, or I've got nothing to say, or it's all been said before. (laughs) I share that because I'm very familiar with those thoughts, because that's exactly what I said to myself when I got the podcast itch. But somewhere along the way, I said, so what if no one listens? This is what I want to do. And remember, you know, that Marie Kondo, you know, get rid of anything that doesn't bring you joy. Joy doesn't mean easy. Joy is how you feel after you've stretched yourself. When I started this podcast, I first had to get comfortable with writing and recording a weekly podcast. That was a new habit. It was really hard. And that habit became, or I should say, took me a while to become a routine. I was scared. But this does bring me back to the joy question because I felt joy after every single podcast I completed. I was in the zone while I was giving my, or doing the podcast, recording the podcast. And that's usually a really good sign. And when I finished, 
I had a smile on my face, and that is the sign of joy. So whatever your it is, it is going to stretch you. You know it. Just like lifting the weights in the gym, it will not be easy. Just ask yourself the question, when you're done, whether or not it brings you joy. If you are ready for a high five or a little skip across the room, that's joy. Equate it to being in the gym. I started with solo podcasts because that was my five-pound weight. In year two, I moved the five-pound weight to an eight-pound weight. I had worked out every week for 52 weeks, and my confidence muscle was stronger. Now, I've just begun year three. Absolutely incredible to me. This is the 106th episode, and I now have guests on two of the four Extraordinary Women podcast shows each month. On top of that, I'm hosting the Bloom TV podcast. My confidence muscle is getting stronger. And in fact, it's strong enough that I can now say I'm a podcaster. But how does this confidence conversation fit into the title of this podcast? And the title was... It's never too late because what you do while you are in the line, as we call it, is strongly correlated to your self-confidence. And it is never, ever too late to get started. Women are rocking midlife. You are starting companies. You are traveling. If you're coupled, I would imagine that you're leading the decisions between the two of you, around your health, the travel plans, and the social plans. You've learned how to juggle aging parents and adult children. Ladies, we are a new generation of women making our lives, after age 40, really fabulous. Now, if your brain even suggests for a second that it's too late for your dreams, I want you to push back. Who says... Heck, the Queen of England met her last Prime Minister just a few days before her death at 96 years old. She was dressed professionally. That hand was out, ready to shake Liz Truss, the new PM's hand. And Queen Elizabeth had a smile on her face. So why not? Why not you? Who says it's too late? So take your dreams, your goals, and explore where you are going to start. And don't worry whether you're starting too small. You want to start at a place where you will be successful. And then you're going to step it up as your confidence grows. Eventually, what once seemed complicated or difficult, I promise you, will become easy. And then... You will be ready for the next size weight. Remember learning to tie your shoes? It seemed incredibly complicated, almost impossible when you were first learning it. But you practiced and practiced. (laughs) I venture to say, all of you can tie your shoes now without even thinking about it. It's called muscle memory and confidence works the same way. The same thing will happen with your confidence muscle as you aim for that big audacious dream that you have. You have to, though, keep adding weights. 
so that your self-confidence muscle keeps growing. Remember, we are all still here. And we all know people who aren't. And given where that we are here, alive and kicking, we need to make the most of our time. So build your confidence muscle. And I promise you, you will make your dreams come true. The world is waiting to see what you do, what you create, and what you build. Abiento. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today. And if you liked this conversation, please press the like button, subscribe, and share this podcast with other extraordinary women like you who you think might enjoy this conversation and join our community of truly extraordinary women. Now, we might seem like a group of just average gals, but we are doing amazing, extraordinary things. That's the key to creating a magical and purpose-filled life. So I hope you join us. Take good care, and as I say in Paris, a bientôt.